welcome to One Nation Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Rich Latta and James Floyd. And thank you for listening. One Nation Sports. Yeah, what's good? This is Wale, and this is One Nation Radio. Yeah, you know. Welcome to One Nation Radio. James, what's going on, man? Not much, man. Just ready to get into it. Oh, yeah? Um, this is One Nation Radio. Um, sponsored by Botchamania. No, I'm just kidding. Um, we're playing some knobs right now. We're not showing y'all this week. Um, came across a very interesting article on Complex.com. It was the best rapper alive every year since 1979. Not that y'all care, but, um, you know, play some real shit. I mean, I mean this thing, like... People always make these lists, and obviously, there's no right answer. There's just something to think about, because everybody has their own opinions or whatever, and, you know, everyone has, you know, what they think of, and they're amongst their own groups and come to that, their own, like, group consist- consensus. Mm-hmm. But, like, we do the same thing with wrestling, too. And, yeah. like, or anything. Like, you can be like, what's the, you know, I don't know who's the best pop star of the last, uh, every year for, you know, whatever. Right. Or female pop star, or what have you? It's it's always just interesting, like see what people think of certain things like that, and it's just something to bring to debate. Anytime come up with their, people come up with their lists or other kind of stuff, it's always like, oh, here we go. <laughs> like you better have a whole bunch of people, especially like complex. Yeah. He's like, oh god, like can't no one do anything right? All right. You know. Um, well, I just want to give a shout out to um, one of the people that rated our podcast on iTunes. Um, all our listeners, I appreciate it if you guys would, you know, throw a rating on the iTunes, but don't come kicking that fuck shit. Um, <laughs> shout out to John Juris, who um, rated the podcast five stars. He said uh, the podcast is legit and is one of the best in the podcast game. John, we appreciate it. Um, anything to say on that, James? Not much. Just a thanks. I pre- we appreciate it. I almost said I appreciate. It. Like it's like it's my podcast. It's yours. But <laughs> thanks. We appreciate it. And um, you know, we'll hope we can keep, hope we can keep continuing to, uh, you know, five star classics. You, uh, I was gonna say you know make it worth your while, but yeah, yeah. sure. Five star classics. Why not? Yeah. Um, shout out to um, Jeremy from SocialSuplex.com. Um, got a real good thing going. Uh, Make it, make it, you know, make it pop this year, 2015. Um, what else we got on there? Uh, shout out to Sierra. Um, shout out to the Play by Play podcast. Also, been talking with those guys a lot on Twitter. Um, any shout outs, James? Um, no, man. No, nah. I think you said them all. Um, and oh, no, shout no, out no. to what culture? Also, no, 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 no. PW Man. <clears throat> shout out to my homeboy Nut Nut. <laughs> No, nah, just an imaginary nickname. It just sounds ridiculous. Like, shout out to my homeboy Nuck Nuck and all the other, you know, all that kind of stuff. All right, all right. Um, the, the equivalent of when Stuart Scott used to say Pookie and them. Yeah, rest in peace to Stuart Scott. Can we talk about Stuart Scott real quick? Sure, why not? Um, I uh, I got the news Stuart Scott had uh, passed away while I was at work, so I didn't really, you know, I didn't really look into it and all that, but I came home next day and I watched all the death coverage. Bro, I was tearing up. Like, Stuart, Stuart Scott was a major part of, you know, the channel I pretty much watched pretty much my whole life. And he's gone now. He's never coming back. Um, he fought cancer three times, which, you know, I've said in the past in my personal
personal life. Fuck cancer. Cancer sucks. Um, but, you know, I'm missing. Yeah, it was just, it was weird because, like, I I didn't know it was... And I don't think many people knew it, or that were, you know, obviously it's not a part of the, the mothership, Disney. Right. Like, I don't think many people knew it was that bad. Because he had, like, <clears throat> he had it, like, three times in the past seven years. And he used to train, do MMA, and all this other crazy stuff. And no, but what I mean by that is, like, you would see, you know, I mean, he was still doing shows and everything, and then, you, <clears throat> and then, like, like, the thing that, um, I, I found, I found out over the last couple of years is when, like, they find out people are in, like, bad shape or circling the drain, sort of, so to speak, or they're up in age, package. they start making, like, the, like, basically, the obit segment for people. Like, I remember, like, for example, I'm a Yankees fan. Like, when Steinbrenner died, mm-hmm. it was up and running. Right. The one they had for Stuart Scott was, like, it was, fit, like, 15 minutes long. I still and it's Robin, And it's Robin Roberts narrating the thing. And then giving her piece at the end. And it's, like, Sage still and, and Scott Van Pelt. And they even have, like, people that, aren't even, that were there with him but aren't that he worked with but aren't there anymore. And different mm-hmm. companies like Rich Eisen. He's, on, you know, he's with NFL Network. Dan Patrick, he's an NBC Sports, right. and they're they're doing they're going to like they're giving their recounts of like you know the, their memories reflections on Stewart, and it's just weird. It's like he was still alive then, right? They knew that's how that's what I'm saying. Like that's how you know like they Question. knew this was coming because it's like it's a 15 minute long thing, and like this is like a big deal because like he's one of their like I, I mean I don't I don't know if it's a rock, Mount Rushmore type thing, but he's definitely one of their top 10 all time yeah. anchors. Do you think he watched it before he died, or any of the? Are they like forbidden, forbidden to you know to I mean, see that thing? I don't, I don't know about, I don't know. I mean, maybe he did, maybe he didn't. I, I can't expect. I imagine like WWE that. does something similar to that too. Like they, they have video packages on deck because their video packages are right up there with anyone's. Well, the thing with them is they, um, I mean, their production, their production staff. Period. Like something they put out. Like after the fact, and make like when people fuck up certain things. Like, for example, when <laughs> when <laughs> when uh, Seth Rollins says John forty nine times, like we just cut it and you only say John like three times, John. and it make it seem like this all happened in a nice neat package. Like I need like a button where I can just hit John, John. So, uh, again, man, Stuart, like it was just that was the thing that was to me was like striking, like wow, like this had to be very, very bad, in like you, ne- and you, 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 and you never would have known it because he was still doing shows. Right. Um. Well, that's gonna wrap up um, our story. We just wanted to, you know, talk and you know. I mean, the thing, was, thing for me was crazy, just like, like different media, like different companies were even like giving tribute to him. Like CBS was like during playoff, during their playoff, NFL playoff game, they did it. Like you know, this is you know tribute like Stuart Scott, one nice man. It's like, and also me being a Carolina fan, just the like the Tyrell connection too is kind of like I always remember that. Like yeah, yeah, and what he did for you know African American you know personalities on media and ESPN and that broke a lot of doors down for you. He didn't really compromise, you know, who he was and, you know, we cooled in the other side of the pillow. So, yeah. uh, just wanted to talk about Super Scott real quick. You know, you can fast forward this if you didn't care. Yeah. We did. Um, so, 
onto um, what we uh, came here to talk about. Um, the authority is back and everyone's fired. Yeah. The authority is back. Yeah. Why? Um, I like the authority being back. I like this angle. Mm-hmm. And the and Raw, even though it wasn't the best Raw, which, you know. Ugh. But, like, it had a story. It had an overall theme. It was. Worst one of the year. It, it was the only one of the year, for sure. <laughs> it's also the best one of the year, too. So, yeah. there you go. Um, but. Just the theme of, all right, all these dudes that are in the Summer Slim, or Survivor Series and won, you're, get, you're about to get fucked. Yep. And then they brought him out, and then as soon, I did, the second that they were talking about the suspensions, the three months, or yep. 30, 30, 60, 60 90, 90, I was like, second he said third, I was like, they're just going to fire him. Yeah. And, and sure enough, like, and they took it over the top with the, with the, the, the music. Yeah. The music, and... <laughs> and it was just like, yeah, you, know, you like, you know, people like they walk you around, they walk you out, they, yep. like you get fired from a place. They let me talk to you. They walk you around the complex, and meanwhile, people are getting your shit together, yep. and they're able to hang you your box, and you yep. can like, you know, you gotta go yeah, give me, in. give me your, you know, like your key fobs being deactivated, or you can hand me your key fob, that sort of thing. They're like, yeah, let's get, a, let's get, you know, in case they want to put hands on us when we just fired, then let's get some separation between us. So we can, like, skedaddle if we have to. Y'all are all fired. Kick rocks. And then they played off that music and let confetti and balloons come right. down on them. so odd. It was just like, really? This is how we're ending Raw? I loved it. I thought it was a jerk. I thought it was the biggest asshole move you can make. I really, yeah. I loved it. All right. Because I thought, wow, they're going to fire him. And I was like, all right, well, okay, he's going to fire him. This is going to be odd. And all of a sudden, no, let's make, it, let's make it funny. Like, they're really, really, really jerks. Yeah. Like, let's get real heat on them. Oh, they fired these boys. Like, imagine, fired these boys. Bro, imagine if you got fired and then motherfuckers start like having like, a, t- a ticker tape parade like that. You want to punch somebody in the face. Twice. There you go. Um, the the trope of the authority figure is just, to me, it's just, it's just, it's just tired. I mean, I know that's the, that, I, let's, let's call it spade a spade. They're the best heels in the company. You have to find a way to use them. I understand that. But the the Trump with the authority figure is just you know just kind of just lame to me. Um, when they went away, you know we were suspect of them. You know why would they blow it off at Survivor Series? Like are they setting up you know for a bigger blow off of the whole angle? Or are they possibly setting up for the John Cena heel turn that will never come? Right. Which you know I thought that kind of just you know that went out the window because he brought them back. Kind of just you know. You know, because Edge is going to get killed, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and, you know, people say the perfect time to break up the NWO was after Starcade 97. I don't know if Starcade 97 was Survivor Series 2014, but... No, it wasn't. I came out, Starcade was the biggest show of the, of the year for them. Right. So, like... I think it could be I setting think, up, like... I think what they really were doing was, because of what they were doing with the Survivor Series for the network, giving away for free that month, yeah. they're like, we have to give, we have to have a draw, like, people could, people will tune in to watch yeah. the authority pops to get their asses fired, or yeah. taken out of power, and... and the status quo is back now. And they're like, yeah, man, this shit's not gonna be around. Like, but the thing is, we, as soon as they put in that stipulation, oh yeah, only Cena can bring it back, we are like, yeah. yeah, they're coming back at some point. Alright, we knew they were gonna come back, but was it too soon? Who knows? But they, Probably. But they gotta. They can't just go in the Royal Rumble. Like Royal Rumble is coming. 
Like Royal Rumble was like, yo, you are you ready or not? Because you got to get turn it back. Got to get the guns up for summer for summer or summer. WrestleMania. I almost said SummerSlam season. Yeah, for WrestleMania right. season. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, come on, man. Like, you knew they were going to be, like, you knew they were going to be back for WrestleMania, right? Right, right. Yeah. It's maybe they're back two weeks before you thought they would right. be back. Okay, that's fine. Um, which leads us into, you know, WrestleMania season and the champion and challengers. Uh, we have now have John Cena versus Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins, and thank the Lord. Because... <laughs> If I had to watch John Cena versus Brock Lesnar one more time, I'm like, man, are we just burying the rest of the roster to the to what degree? Like nobody's good enough to even get hit by the man by Lesnar. It's like ridiculous. Not not involving the title, right? No, like like nobody can get close to him. No, but Seth Rollins is now inserted in there just to just to throw things off a little bit, and he's like the first of the or real, take the pin. Or take the pin. Or just take the, or pin. Take the pin. Bro, what are they what are they trot out? Cena, Lesnar, WrestleMania thirty one. What are they for the belt? What are they trotting that shit out? With with <laughs> Cena <laughs> as the champion? <laughs> or no no, like Lesnar will beat beat uh or, or Cena wins the belt from Lesnar, bro. That would be awful. Like, I'm a Cena fan. That would be I don't awful. Care. What could they possibly do if awful. they did that? Cena Lesnar thirty one main event for the belt. What could they? How could they possibly retirement. make that match good? They had to make it a retirement match. If you don't win the belt, you retire. Like oh. Cena. Like well, I guess I guess we know what that means. Yeah. Cena's about to win the title. You know, it's time. Your time is up. His time is now. Wow. You know, you can't see me. But um, <laughs> Rollins being thrown in everything. You know, you know, it, it immediately sets off the radar. Like, hey. They're going to end the match because you know the match is no old barred. Oh, it's no old barred. triple threat match is no old barred and there's no disqualifications or count outs or anything. Well, I don't think. Oh, you can't. can't oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember how this shield debuted, bitch? Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't hit Will off and hit a bitch with a chair drill and that shit. Like, come out here. Ah, Cash bro. Bim. Cash it in. Like, and then, you know, is there a scenario where one of those two wins and Rollins catches in right after and snaps? I think it's in play. Why do I feel like. Seth Rollins is destined to cash in and not win. Am, do you feel that way too, or is it just me? I think it's just you. Like, I think he's gonna win, but he ain't gonna have a long reign at all with the belt. Yeah, I'm saying like if he wins, like I imagine that man having the belt for like a month. Like I was saying before, he w- he's the first real next generation guy that's actually getting to interact with Lesnar. Like. <laughs> Like, you know, CM Punk was already made. He was already CM Punk. Like, like it was a big match. It, well, was, it, was, Punk, it was a fresh match. CM Punk is like, a, is like a generation. Like, CM Punk and Daniel Bryan are, like, before in, like, a class before, like, Tyler Black and the rest of, like, any guys after that. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely. I get that. Who should win? That match? Yeah. Who should win? Who should win? Like, if James Boy is booking WWE, if you're booking the territory, I'll say. Um, see, for me, like, okay, for me, it goes hand in hand with me personally, right, I have Cena win, it frees up Lesnar, and then I have Cena Bryan, I, and then I have Bryan in the run, I have Cena Bryan's WrestleMania 31. Like, I know that will get, I know people will be excited for that. Mm-hmm. And then you can have people you have seen in the match that people are excited to see, right. and then like oh it's Daniel Bryan, and then like then you can have Bryan win again, and then like you have the first ever cash in at, at the end WrestleMania. Oh my god! 
and then he start and then he starts he starts to run to go back to chase the title again. Oh my god, people would be furious. People oh and people would watch. Oh my god, people would. Oh, I don't think you can just take it off right there. Yeah, you can. Oh my gosh. That first was, off, we're giving a belt to a guy. That, first off, we're being we're giving a belt to. A, I'm talking about giving the belt to a guy that hasn't that's only wrestled what probably two months. In like yeah. a seven month span, and we're give, I'm giving him the belt. Isn't that a bit generous? Yeah, it's yeah. I don't know, man. It's it's uh, you could have the authority trying to corrupt the match because they have nothing to do with it. Because Cena's you know an A plus guy, or you get that WrestleMania 17 scenario, and Cena was like, you know what, fuck this. I can't beat him any other way. I need to enlist you know some help. You know, wow. but so. What do you think is going to happen? With all right, what would you what? Okay, if as you said, how will you book it? Well, I see how will you how will you book it? That's a good plan, James. I, I can't even I can't even hate on that. Um, but I I go ahead and let Lesnar retain uh, uh-huh. the t- the title. He can you know pin Cena or Rollins doesn't matter and. I go ahead with Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Rollins is going to have to wait, bro. Or, I guess my plan A. Or, you know, Heyman fucks Lesnar somehow over because, you know, the whole partnership with, you know, him and they're shaking hands and decaying. Yeah, yeah, like, he's like, I know you're on the way out, you know, whatever, da 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 And, you know... At least to a Seth Rollins Brock Lesnar match at some point, probably fast lane, you know, pretty much as a rematch for the belt, book it however you want. The winner gets down Brian at WrestleMania. You know what actually like the most likely scenarios is, right? John Cena wins, uh, Seth Rollins loses, he ca- on the cash in, uh, Roman Reigns wins, Cena versus Reigns, Cena wins. No, I think the most likely scenario is. Lesnar retains. Rollins acts like like makes moves like he's about to cash in. Orton Orton runs in and stops him. I was gonna get to Randy Orton uh, a little bit later, but um, you know, also Ambrose is there. Like I'm saying, if you ask me what I think is going to happen, that's what is going to happen. Like Lesnar wins, Rollins is going to try and cash in. Orton comes out there and stops him. Randy Orton, I feel like everyone is just kind of. I'm gonna. I'm stealing from our second segment material now, but I feel like everyone on Earth has forgotten about Randy Orton. Um, Think so? Yeah, like just like I'm not seeing him, you know, factored into any WrestleMania plans. Um, He had a little injury. He had like a septum or something. He got a surgery. A deviated septum. Yeah. Which is like a lot was like. I know a deviated septum is like the term people use as an excuse to get a nose job. Mm-hmm. Normally, I don't think that I don't think Randy Orton is trying to get a nose job. Right. But that's generally what happens. Who um, knows what's wrong with him? Who knows? Where on earth are we headed with WrestleMania? Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Like, I think um, was there's so much open like. This is just wide open. Right. Like, there's no, there, like, who knows? Who, who knows? Like, we don't know if we're getting Undertaker. 
Yeah. We don't know if we're getting Sting. We don't know if we're getting uh, Triple H, even though we're, you know. Uh, only thing we know is, like, Brock Lesnar will be there. Uh, <laughs> Triple H will be there. Well, like, we know that, that we know that Brock Lesnar will be there. We know that uh, the three members of the Shield will be there. We know Bray Wyatt will be there. We know Daniel Bryan will be there. And, like, Cena. we don't know on, like, in Cena, we don't know on what, like, variation and what order. Like, me personally, I would like to see a WrestleMania triple threat match between the Shield. I was going to ask, is this the year to, to do it? And if you are going to do Remember, it, are, you, are we, we doing it Were we planning for that last year? Yes. Okay, yeah. We were planning for it last year, and it turns out, we were like, wow, that would have been way too early. I mean, it set up a storyline that they broke up, so, like, it turned out, like, that was the best thing that happened. They waited. Yeah. Um... But I don't know how they can come together. If they're doing that, they've got to put the belt on the line. But no one will want to see Reigns win. No one. Is that me? Well, people want to see the match so much yeah. that I don't think that he will get booed out the gymnasium. Like, okay, if you if if they're like people thought like or people think that there's help, they're like just solely intent on putting the belt on him. Yeah, I don't think like for WrestleMania. I don't think that's necessarily clear like. Same here. But if they were, that would be the best route to get them there. Like, get them there without his match getting completely shitted on. Because if it was going to be, if they end the night with Lesnar, or they have a match, a Lesnar-Reigns match for the belt, that's not going to survive that crowd. That crowd is going to boo that shit out the gym, or out the stadium. So, but that one... A shield breaker match, people will love that match. And then, like, Reigns wins and you get your booze, but whatever. I already got, like, we got you to enjoy the match <laughs> up until that point, so who cares? Um, but I feel like the other way around, the other one, that, will, that, could, that could damage him. Right. Um, any problems with the Wyatt versus Ambrose match has been a real point on the internet. Dean Ambrose getting buried. Um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. They were just crying that Bray Wyatt was buried. Um Wyatt beats him clean. I didn't have a problem with that. I thought the match was cool. Um this is what Wyatt does. He beats guys that aren't John Cena. When are they gonna realize this? Okay. Would you agree with this that in this day and age of like with the you know, like the way the internet works, you like wanna know who's getting buried? Cesaro. <laughs> but he's getting a shot. Like that, that was again. That, like, will you agree that the only way you actually someone actually gets buried is if they they lose TV time? Like, one loser draw. The only way you can say someone is actually getting buried nowadays is if they're losing. They're, yeah. they're getting less TV time. Less TV time or lower. Like, you're you if you're only on a main event, like, uh, which equals less. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah, if you're saying like you get your TV, like yeah, it's just me. I don't understand. Like that's the same thing with the Daniel Browns getting buried, even though he was, care- you know, having two three segments on Raw, or the yeah, or <laughs> or even when um, people were complaining about Ziggler, like it's I don't I don't get it. Like if you're if you're wrestling, and the matches are awesome, like the point of winning and losing in wrestling necessarily doesn't doesn't necessarily matter. It's how you win or lose. Yeah. With that column that I'm, I'm working on now is like, um, it's going to be so, eight, 
eight uh, column or some in defeat, like best performance defeat, whatever. Defeat is so much more fascinating than victory. So I don't get really get why this is such a big deal. Like, look, man, he's kind of sort of. Um, I mean, I guess Reigns is back now, but he's kind of sort of or. He was like the leading face on SmackDown for since he came back, mm-hmm. you know, or since he started with uh, Wyatt. So I don't really get, I don't get it. And then they they let him, you know, have these freaking matches on Raw, these pay per view matches on Raw with, with with Wyatt. So I don't really get it. Two in a row. Yeah, I don't, like nah, bro, that's not burying. Like, do you dislike the booking? We all dislike the booking. Like, <laughs> we all dislike the you fact. You ain't saying nothing new. Like, we all dislike what happens in his pay-per-view matches. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, that's not, but, that's not, but that's not burial. Um, but that's going to wrap up our first segment. We'll be back. Uh, talk about our impressions of New Japan. I wrote a column about it. Um, and watched the four-hour pay-per-view. James watched one match and fell asleep. One and a half. One and, and a half. And then I was tired. Yeah, it was late. Um, uh, the Royal Rumble, uh, the the potential landmines they have, and we're just trying to figure out how WWE will piss people off for the fourth straight year at the Royal Rumble. Um, the fourth straight? All right, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll get we'll, to we'll, it. We'll, yeah. This is One Nation Radio. I just want to give a big what's up to the listeners of One Nation Radio, the real best in the world at what they do. This is Rich, writer for WhatCulture.com, PWMania.com, and SocialSuplex.com. And I just got a couple things I got to mention to you real, real quick before we get back to the podcast. While you're enjoying the show, I'm sure you're thinking, man, how can I help the show out? Well, there's a few things you can do, and they don't take long at all. Make sure you subscribe to One Nation Radio on iTunes and rate it five stars if you enjoy it. If you leave a rating, tweet it to us at One Nation Radio. And we'll give you a shout out on the show. Words cannot express how important this is. It gets the show to more listeners, gets more people talking about us, and it helps the algorithm with everything just to, you know, get it to a bigger audience. Make sure you follow us on Twitter where we do live tweeting on most Mondays and you can interact with us at One Nation Radio, at DangerRich32 with two R's in the middle, and at James Boyd ONR. If you're a fan of the show and you'd like to book us on your upcoming podcast, drop us an email at Radio1Nation at gmail.com. Or if you have questions of the show, if you'd like to read any of my articles on the aforementioned sites, you can find them all at the brand new RichLadderWrestling.com. I appreciate everyone listening to the show. Let's get back to it. So did I. And um, it's not suited for One Nation Radio, so. It's not suited for One Nation Look, man, it's not really suited for anything else, for much of anything in life. But okay, yeah, there you go. Right. If that's the right meaning. That was Urban Dictionary. Who knows? But, um. Disgusting. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I just got turned on to New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, you look out drinking this cup, this water, because I was gonna say you. I just got turned on to what truffle butter. You nasty, no. you, nasty <laughs> you nasty bitch. Not at all, sir. 
any type of human butter? Nah, not really. Um, human butter. Human butter, yeah. Um, yeah. New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, I think it was sometime in December. I just started casually mentioning the Jazz. I think I'm. A, I think I'm ordered the, the New Japan pay per view. Oh, okay. Jim Ross doing commentary. Oh yeah, I'm in. Da, 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 da. I started watching the hype videos. Matt Stryker sold me on um, all the rivalries. Basically, the one that really caught my attention was Shinsuke Nakamura and Kota Ibushi. Um, which ended up being the semi-main event for um, Wrestle Kingdom 9. Um, I'm just going to go out there and say it. Shinsuke Nakamura might be my favorite wrestler in wrestling right now. Um, not could, damn Brian, not CM yes, Punk. Yes, not damn Brian, not CM Punk, not Roman Reigns. Not the Royal Warriors. Not the Royal Warriors, not <laughs> Dusty Rhodes. Not Magnum T.A. and his punky motorcycle. Not Magnum T.A. and his punky motorcycle. <laughs> Need to get him a Mercedes Benz and be a real man. Or not Nikita Koloff. Not Nikita Koloff. Yeah. Nikita Koloff. Yeah, not none of those guys. Not Lex Luger. Nothing. You know. Lex <laughs> Luger. You know. Oh! You know, that Luger cell. Um, not the Stinger. You know, none of those guys. Um, but Shinsuke Nakamura, um, Meltzer rated that match. They had five stars. I thought it was absolutely epic. I just feel like I've been missing out on New Japan Pro Wrestling for a long time. Um, I went ahead and subscribed to NewJapanWorld.com. Um, if you want to just watch some quality wrestling, like insane athleticism, and they don't insult your intelligence, like, you know, even if they did, we wouldn't know it because they're not speaking the language. <laughs> well, what do you mean by insulting your intelligence? Um, like, as far as, like, like, garbage finishes? Garbage finishes, garbage booking, or commentary. Well, the reason, well, from... I was listening to um, Straight Shoot uh, this week, and they were talking about that, and they were explaining with their pay-per-views, like, they don't have any, like, tie-overs or, like, built, like, their pay-per-views are basically, like, like imagine every single pay-per-view is, like, a main event of WrestleMania to where it's, like, all oh, I'm just going to have pure finishes yeah. because, like, their TV is, like, it does all the heavy, all the lifting for for storylines, and then they do they resolve all their stuff, or right. these are like chapters or whatever. Right. It's like so they they're they're di- it's just it's just different. Wrestling. It's yeah. just different. It's a completely different product. I don't really want to compare the two. I wrote a column uh, basically just for socialsuplex.com. Check that out. Um, explaining my impressions of it because I didn't really feel qualified to write a review on it because I hadn't been following these guys or knowing what the hell was really going on. I just watched the striker stuff, but I was really impressed from the opening match with the Young Bucks and um, Alex Shelley and uh, Bobby Fish, um, Kozlov, a couple other guys. Um, the MMA submission hybrid matches um, were pretty good. They had a couple guys we were familiar with in the States. They had Shelton Benjamin. They had uh, David Hart Smith who I ran into um, a couple times at Florida Underground Wrestling. Uh, cool guy. Um, then you get to the top three matches, which is AJ Styles versus a guy named Naito. Very good match. Then you followed up with the Shinsuke Nakamura um, versus Kota Ibushi, who is the best high flyer in Japan. And after that, you get Tanahashi versus... Um, Okada, which I kind of compared in the column to Roger Federer versus Rafael Nadal, where Tanahashi is the guy, you know, clearly the guy, the man, the greatest of all time, and 
he's hitting like the middle of his career kind of, you know, and he's settling off and, oh yeah, everybody knows he's the man. He's, you know, this is his resume. Then this young dude uh, just shows up in the middle and just starts kicking his ass and he just can't beat him, you know, for whatever reason. And I, looking at the storyline, the buildup between Okada and Tanahashi, that was, I thought that analogy fit really well and I got a lot of, you know, people acknowledge that. Um, the match was excellent. Uh, Okada has the best drop kick I've ever seen in my life. Ever. Better than young Randy Orton. Well, they talked about it, and then, they, and then you saw it, and he was like, okay, gotcha. Like, <laughs> okay, gotcha. Like, it's not even, I don't know if it's necessarily even fucking drop kick, whatever the, what the hell that was, but okay. Yeah. Fine. Uh, you know, no arguments for me. Right. Um, sorry, Dolph. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Dolph and Randy Orton. Um, but I, I thought that the whole event was better than anything, like, it was on par with WrestleMania 30, uh, in my opinion. Uh, you had to, you know, watch it on your own time, James, but it's like, it's something, like, it's a moment in wrestling history, I feel like, and I'm definitely a New Japan fan now. But, uh, like, what do you think of Nakamura and Ibushi's match? The one you did see. Well, for me, this is like, okay, you know how you hear about certain things, and then before you even watch it, uh, like, for example, like, if I were, if, imagine you someone's, like, just never watched American professional wrestling, and they were, um, let's say they were Japanese, you you would tell you, like, okay, a lot of these dudes are going to be big guys that can't really, that aren't really, like, ag- agile, or and do really high spots, that sort of thing, mm-hmm. they're really more of a power game, it's going to be, like, a lot of stuff that is, like, the stereotypes of what you think of, like, 19... 19- 80s, 90s, early 90s WWF. Um, a lot of like over-the-top characters, that sort of thing. Um, so, like when you hear about Japanese wrestling, like, okay, you hear about like the um, <clears throat> what, like the stiff style, which is what they call, what do they call Strong it? style. Strong style, which is like you hear about stiff, all the stiff, all the stiff stuff, and now a lot of the stuff is just, it you gets know. real stiff out there. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> and you also hear about like the, a lot of the um, like the finish, like the finisher sprees type stuff they go over. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay. Um, and you watch their matches. You watch like some just like one match here or there, and then you're like, okay, kind of get the gist because you see like anyone that's anyone that's ever like watched wrestling on Nitro saw some Japanese wrestler before. You right. Know? So you kind of think. Oh, it could be something similar or whatever. And then you watch it, it's like, yeah, that holds true while also not being anything close to the same. Uh, it To me, it's, it's, it's... I'd probably like to watch more... I would like to watch more of the wrestling just to get an idea of like, what their psychology is more like. And right. Because I honest, couldn't understand who be, was a face or heel. And... and um. I don't really think it's based on that. They don't really have a face hill type things like we do. Except like, the Bullet Club. Yeah. Bitch. Like, <laughs> like yeah. Was, yeah. was just venomous. Like, Kenny yeah. Omega and Young Boss. Suck it! <laughs> you know? So, they're saying for the most part, like, they don't really do that out yeah. there. Except for Bullet Club right now, which is, like, the hottest thing out there. Yeah. Um, but just to see... Um, just to see something like you, you're kind of accustomed to and different, just to give you variety, and I, I, I appreciate it. It was damn, it was damn sure entertaining. Right. Like the matches, like the matches that I saw, that I saw great. Like I'm, I feel sorry that I, I, 
I can't retain these names. I really can't yeah. because it's like Suzuki like, Nakamura. No, but I'm the thing, I know, yeah. only one I know, like I know Nakamura's, but like the other ones is like because I like one because I just start with the last names. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's like bro, it's almost like like boxers. Like bro, I, I just need the last name, man. Like, like last name. It's a lot of guys they don't have like gimmick names. Like they don't have our truth. Like <laughs> yeah. they have they have their names. You know, like I can't say Okada's first name to save my life. It's like. Kazuchi Kata or something I don't know so I would say Okada now we're shooting on their names yeah um, but yeah man I, it's something I definitely would, I would like their their main events like or not main events their pay-per-views is something I'd definitely be interested in watching yep and um, I own the uh, New Japan Pro World so I probably just had to shoot you my password give you, give you a couple <laughs> couple joints to watch I watched a match between Kota Bushi and Ricochet good god almighty um now my now the one thing that kind of, like, the thing that I knew coming into it, but I still, like, didn't realize it was that serious, was, like, like, the strong style is, I don't know if I can, like, I don't know, if, like, as I watch more of these matches, mm-hmm. if, like, they were even more, heavy, like, heavier into it than normal because of, like, the length of the match, yeah. or if it's, like, or if those are actually light, and then I go and watch, like, a 10-minute match, Somewhere in like half of it is earlier. there, they and it kind of because I don't know if I can stomach that. They had two matches earlier. One of them was they were between two old guys, like older guys. They were in their forties, and there was like the submission MMA hybrid one. That one was real, real hard hitting. But the one after that, they had for the open weight title was between a guy named Makabe, was the last name, and Ishii. I saw the match. I saw the two big lumbering asses walking to the rounds. Oh, this match gonna suck. That shit was like four and a half stars, bro. Like it was, hmm. it was everything. It was like Cena versus Brock Lesnar at Extreme Rules. Like it <laughs> was, it was hard hitting and everything else. Like, like they surprised the fuck out of me. Like their big dudes go at it and it was still compelling and they hit the fuck out of each other out there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I definitely fucked with Wrestle Kingdom Nine. Um, definitely looking forward to see what else they got on deck and they got my uh, nine ninety nine in yen. So, um, the Royal Rumble, um, how is WWE going to handle this potential situation? You know, Daniel Bryan, you know, he, I'm, I'm back, you know, I'm healthy. Uh, ain't y'all happy to see me? Well, Daniel, we kind of got this Roman Reigns thing, maybe. We still got Brock Lesnar with the belt. We got... Seth Rollins walking around with his fucking briefcase ready to cash in. We got guys getting fired. The Royal Rumble. Will it become a toxic zone? Okay. So, I think we're pretty much at a a kind, kind of obvious moment to where if Daniel Bryan's in the Royal Rumble, like, who could possibly win it? To where people aren't mad. Like, can you think of like who could possibly win a Royal Rumble besides Daniel Bryan, and people not like reasonable people not be like, really, dude, you really decided to do this and then not have a win? It'd be like Ziggler and Ambrose. I think that's the list. Like, it's a real small. Maybe Orton. Maybe Orton. Orton can't win. Orton can't win a Royal Rumble and not and not get people be mad at him. People didn't want. Like, you put you put Daniel Bryan next to Randy Orton, and people were mad at Randy yeah. Orton throughout the whole time 
like for him being champion. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe, but no, him and Rollins got like you bring up a good point with Rollins, like Orton, like like they got to run it at some point. point They do, Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, he took him off TV. That and he took his spot in the authority. Pretty well, much. yeah. You know, succeeded that man. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it's like Daniel Bryan or bust. Like, and how long is it going to be like this? Is it going to be like this every year? Or are we going to just be like, or wrestling fans in general, like, are they going to threaten to hijack the Royal Rumble every year? Is it just? Well, no, because like at the end of the, I don't want to say that either day. Um. <laughs> I think when it comes down to it, which is another way of circumventing yeah. uh, at the end of the day, yeah. uh, <laughs> I, I think that Dolph Ziggler, could, Dolph Ziggler could win and it wouldn't be much of an issue. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many people, like, I think, uh, I think that Dean Ambrose is liked by almost everyone, but he's not at that level with Ziggler and um, Daniel Bryan yet. Yeah. So... Like as far I mean, like the casual fans, like anybody that's watched Ambrose for the past since he's been up knows, like they know. But I mean, yeah. like I don't know necessarily if I think he may be like there might be a little bit of like, and they worked on it. Like people hate when he does like the comedy shtick stuff because it makes him too like oh he's too happy go lucky. But like that's to make him like actually attractive to kids. Right. Otherwise he's a super dark motherfucker. Like <laughs> so anywhere else he's a heel. Yeah, like know? like he's almost like a like you know, like a face like a face non depressed raven. Like you can't <laughs> like you can't sell that to kids. Like you're trying to like I can't I can't buy none of these D I can't sell these D like, I, like can't, I, can't, I can't sell none of these D A shirts to, to these kids as five year olds. Yeah. So um, I think like with the kids he has a little way to go, but other than that, like he's he's close. Like, but yeah. so I think it's really like the Ziggler, Daniel Bryan, or bust. And I don't think you know, I don't think at this point, I think Ziggler's going to be in this program with, with Barrett. And I think that's I think that's fine. I think I think he needs to. Work. I think either you give him Barrett or you or there's. I like him. I rather him. I rather have him be with Barrett than be in the Rumble and not win. Yeah. And then I have anything I'm, I'm to do. I'm looking forward to WrestleMania. Like, there's two guys that I feel like are Triple H opponents: Dolph Ziggler and Roman Reigns. If you're not going to do the Roman Reigns thing, what about the Vigilante Sting? Yes, <laughs> yes. I forgot about the Vigilante Sting. The Vigilante Sting. The Vigilante Sting and Triple H faced off. The face painted goof. Yeah. Um, the Vigilante Sting uh, caused Triple H to match, and. You know, at some point, the vigilante sting has to, you know, you know, he had, I don't want to say he has to pay for it, but, you know, at some point, Triple H is going to want to get his hands on the vigilante sting. Yeah. Um, but, like I said, Roman Reigns, if you don't want to put the belt on him, let him whoop Triple H's ass. You know, everyone's always down for that. I mean, yeah. And it would and be, he just fired. It, it would be helpful for. It would be helpful for. Um, you know he'll be back. Get out of here. Um, I think it would be helpful for Roman Reigns to have someone that can like just carry, can drag his ass and just drag his ass to a storyline. Like you do all, you do all the talking Triple H. Like you have Reigns come on and be like, believe oh, that. Oh yeah. Well at WrestleMania, I'm gonna punch, I'm, I'm, I'm punch your fucking throat in. Believe that. <laughs> 
fucking fight. That'll be it. Yeah. So you can't have you can't have him. We can't handle no live mic. Let him talk for five minutes. <laughs> Fuck out of here, bro. If I'm WWE, do, I, I literally start treating that man like he's Goldberg. What? <laughs> 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 bro, we ain't letting you talk. Nothing. You just gonna kick ass. You come out here. You wear black. You yep. spear. You leave. Yep. <laughs> if you are gonna hop on the mic, it's basically I'm gonna punch your fucking throat in. Like, like that's all you got to say. Yeah. In this, you know. Yeah. Cock your fake yeah, gun. Cock your fist gun. Yeah. If it, bruh, that's a no. Fist gun sounds like a euphemism. Check this out. <laughs> fist gun. Douche or no douche. Uh, I'm gonna say no douche. I never seen anyone do that shit before him. And I, I remember the first time I saw him do it, I was like, "Hey, bro, that's kind of cool." Yeah. Like, I'm sorry for wrestling pose. Like, yeah. you know, got you got this here fist. Got these. Why didn't Bishop come up with that? Like, he called his rep, his rep, bro. He does this more like he's cra- cranking it up. Yeah, he's cranking it, it, it up. It looks more like he's. It looks more like he's big. Like he's Tiger Woods on 18 hole in Augusta though when he does that. Yeah. I mean. I mean, think about it. Weapons of mass destruction might as well, may, might as well be a, the fist gun. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, that's going to wrap up segment two. <laughs> the fist gun. The fist I'm gun. sorry. Fist gun sound like a sex toy, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> Using, but now, get your fist gun for only fifty nine ninety five. Oh, my God. With vibrating action. Yes. <laughs> the fist gun. One is radio. No fist guns allowed. <laughs> Welcome back to One Nation Radio. This is that Shinsuke Nakamura theme music. So epic. Um, one thing on Monday Night Raw, however, that is not epic. The Ascension. <laughs> More like the descension. They're doing the best they can on what they've been given. Well, what have they really been given? A bad gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, and you know me, I'm like, I think between me and you, I think it's obvious that I'm like more of the, look, look at it from WWE side trying to make this shit work. Like, the, the, the type of stuff they have to deal with and try and make stuff work. I don't think they've done them justice. Like they, they started them out. They had them fight Miz Dow in in Miz. Yeah. And they just came out and it was like the death spot. Okay, next time they come out, jobbers. They they squash these guys, but like they're squashing these guys like they're going like they're Goldberg or whatever, but they're heels. It's like, well, if you're gonna squash guys, you kind of gonna eventually get cheered. So you're eventually gonna set these guys up to be people that bad, are bad at their yeah. jobs. Yeah. It was like I always talk about like Barrett, bad at his job. Cesaro, <laughs> bad at his job. Wade Barrett, the worst at his job. <laughs> so I it, So I don't know where this goes from here. Like I love their finishing move. Yeah, it's cool. Follow man. Um, like it's just ridiculous. Like it's a it's a hollow chop block. Yeah, yeah. Um but I just want to talk about, you know, this whole, the water rush, what a joke shit. Bro, everybody's so <laughs> mad. Everyone is so mad. Like, Lance Durham yeah, I heard about turned that. off his TV, acting like a complete mark. Like, bro, you were in the business for how many years? Don't act like a mark. Hey, man, he's mad. He felt like, he felt like there was a line, there was a line, line in the sand, yeah. and 
They they look, stepped over the line. They habitual line steppers. Yeah. Look, they yeah. do stuff like this to get a reaction out of you. And guess what? You gave it to them. First off, the only reaction that was given were to like the rest of the got the rest of the wrestled with Hawk and Ammon were upset because like if you listen to the crowd, they were like Okay, let me go back to let me go back to like going around searching through my phone because I don't really care. That crowd, they have yet to get anything out of a crowd yet. Yet they, I think they have to they have to start hopping on somebody's head uh, for real, for real. I don't know why they didn't. I don't know why they didn't immediately. I mean, maybe it's because they're still trying to do this whole like Hollywood Naomi thing for the Usos, but like they should have came out and immediately started beating on the Usos. Usos Just start just start dragging them. Like individually, like you know, you give Jimmy Uso like a regular match <clears throat> while Jay is in the back dealing with Naomi somehow, and then just have his ass get drugged, like fall a man uh, four or five times, like fall <laughs> him. Like first off, if you hit fall a man one time, why the fuck are you ever get back up? <laughs> man, get down, stay down, don't get up. Can't you fall a man when you're on the ground? Exactly. Uh, but I. I I don't know. We'll see. Like, I think I don't like what they. I don't like what they've done for them so far. So I can't really blame them for not for getting crickets. Mm-hmm. So, eh, we'll see. Um, the uh, announced teams just recently got changed. Um, we know Jerry the King Lawler is battling uh, diverticulitis. And he missed Monday Night Raw, and we got Booker T in his place. I don't feel like Booker said like too much on Raw. He was just kind of conservative. He wasn't his you normal. Think so? I don't think he was a normal Booker T self like that. 2011 SmackDown Booker T. Oh, sounded, yeah. sounded like the updated Dusty Rhodes. Oh, so I, I see what you want. I see what you yes. want. You want that man to come out there and still quote unquote steal the show, whooping on this boy. You know, I I, I want to hear oh, that. Oh, like Booker a steaming pot of neck balls and all that yes. ridiculous stuff. Yes. Look. Look, man, I, don't I enjoy know, the real. The, I, I enjoy that Booker T. I don't know if you heard it. You may have missed this part, but he got off a good. I'm from the hood. Yeah, I think I. Yeah. I, so like, I like. Like, he, bro, I read Booker's book, bro. He had a fucked up life, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you talk about somebody, like, man, I'm happy to see that guy made it out of where he's from. It's definitely Booker T, bitch. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I'm just. uh so what did you think of the commentary after uh, the "What a Rush, What a Joke" thing from JBL and uh, and Booker T? Do you think that they buried them, buried them? You know, like air quotations around buried because you know what it is like maybe you want to roll your eyes. No, buried. like JBL picks and chooses. JBL goes into business for himself all the time. I feel like so I don't really like t- pay attention to anything JBL says, <laughs> like ever. Like I'm like, oh, it's JBL, like. Oh, Jerry King Law doesn't have a heart attack. You don't have a job right now. Wow. Like, yeah, like I, I'm waiting for him to replace look, JBL. Look, be honest with you. Um, if Jerry Law didn't have a heart attack, we'd still be dealing with Hill, Hill Cole. Michael Cole. Hill Cole, yeah. Ugh. How you love that? Ugh. Um, I like Jim Ross's commentary and Matt Stryker's commentary at uh, Wrestle Kingdom 9, you know, and all the little subtle jabs they were throwing at WWE. It was, it was kind of funny. Um, but, um, I mean, I guess you do throw jabs and you get fired. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So and I'm not to say that like they deserve to be fired, but I'm saying like you gotta let go. Shit happens. Yeah. I have plenty of guys that, like Josh Matthews still have a job. Justin Roberts still have no, a no, job. No, no, he's a uh, TNA now. No, I'm getting the job with WWE oh, okay. with, with the show. Gotcha. Gotcha. <clears throat> um, but you got anything else to add, James? Um, as far as the the commentary for for them, big sh- um, um Booker T, or just as far as yeah, anything else. Uh, I was gonna say. Um, I, I mean, I don't. You know how I am. I just don't really think that. Like, yeah, they do mess up those things, but like, we. If you go back 15 years, like, they're, they're commentators have always not put guys over when they were supposed to put guys over. It's happened over the years. Yeah, like it happens. Tony Schiavone and Bobby like, Rahina. I, I vaguely remember, or excuse me, not vaguely. I I clearly remember them talking about the NWO over Rey Mysterio and Dean Malenko matches. Exactly, like Vince, bro, or not Vince. Sorry. Lawler used to talk about, used to badmouth Brett and Sean at the same time. Yes, in the ring. At the same days. time. What? Yeah. Like, so, like, you go, like, go back and listen to the WrestleMania, the main event of WrestleMania 13. Uh-huh. When Sean, oh, like, yeah, before yeah. Sean walks out, he's bearing, he, he, he saw shit about Brett and Sean. That's he real. talked about shit about Sean while he walks in, and he talked shit about Brett while Brett walks in, while Sean was talking shit about Brett, too. Like, they tag team for that. Like, I'll pull ridiculous. that up right after we, it, we, we go off. Like, it, so, like, I don't really, like, yeah, bro, this been happening since the beginning of time. Get over it. Um, on the network, they had the fall of WCW show come out, and it ended with basically, you know, sports entertainment you know, ended up being able to be purchased by one unlikely man, and then they showed McMahon, so they're going to be talking about pretty much the purchase on the next one. Um, and also, I, I think they've been doing a lot of good stuff on the network. Um, they had the rivalries, um, they updated that with Edge and Christian versus the Hardys, and I really wish they would have went into the extended part after the tag team, uh, you know, TLC stuff, like the Edge versus Matt Hardy stuff. The, uh, you know, they're, they're real, you know. But, um, there was one other thing on the network I wanted to say that was good. Oh, the best crybabies. I'm shocked they didn't put Sam Punk on there. <laughs> I think that's too much why I put me salt in the wounds about the crybaby thing. Yeah. So I'm guessing Shawn Michaels was on Batista it. Batista was number one. No, Shawn wasn't number one. Was it like in ring crybabies? It was, or was it like behind the scenes? like during pro- promos and stuff like that. So Big Show was on there? Uh, Jericho had to be Jericho on there. Jericho was on there. Christian was on there. And Kurt one Angle. more match. Yep. Kurt Angle was on there. Batista was number one. Was Bret Hart on there? Yep. He was like number <laughs> seven. Like it was, it was, it was, it was, it was pretty good. It was one of their better countdowns that they've ever had. Um, but make sure you guys check out. Um, I wrote a column about um, Ric Flair's first run in WWE. It was I read. I did a lot of research on it through his book and other means. Um, really put a lot of time into it. Appreciate it if you guys would go read it. Um, it's on whatculture.com. You can go type in my name, Rich Latta, into the search bar. You'll be able to find me and all that. Um, Flair's time in WWE is just, just really weird because there's a lot of shit going on as far as the steroid cloud is hanging over. There's a, it's a talent transition. Um, Vince doesn't know if he wants to start moving forward with guys. Hogan's walking out the company. A lot of guys aren't ready. Other guys are too old. It's just like, it's fascinating from the 92 Royal Rumble forward. Like, 
<clears throat> that li- that year literally sets everything in motion that pretty much happened in wrestling until you know pretty much Vince bought WWE or WCW. Very odd, but um, go ahead and check that out. Um, tweet me, let me know what you think of it. Um, tweet One Nation Radio or follow us at One Nation Radio. Make sure y'all rate the show, and I'm not playing with y'all ass. You know. Um, yeah. James, you got yeah, any, I ain't playing with you. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this dude here. Um, so, uh, shout out to everybody um, that's been down with One Nation Radio. Appreciate it. Um, all those have been down since day one. Yeah. You know, all the real. You know. <laughs> uh, anything to add, James, before we get up out of here? Uh, not much, man. It seems like we're... Um, Gearing up for um, WrestleMania season, which is like, you know, like the most glorious thing ever. Prime time. So, you know, just ready. Just happy. I'm excited. Like, we were able to, be, you know, we, we we dragged through all that, you know, that, that 50 feet of crap, and, and now we're here. Yeah. Um, so, do me a favor, guys, when you're watching, just try not to overreact to everything that you're going to see because there's going to be a lot of swerves coming at y'all. Uh, word to Big Sean. And um, <laughs> just, just, to Big Sean. Just, just ride it out. Enjoy, enjoy the ride. Um, enjoy One Nation Radio. And we out of here. Oh, God. <laughs> Later. Peace. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.